Welcome to Gideon, guys. I'm Johnny Hedgepeth. I'm Travis Blosh. And this is the podcast where Travis and I are breaking down every episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow. And uh, we're back from holiday break. I hope we hope everyone had a good holiday uh, out there. Colorado almost, uh, my area almost burned down, Travis. Man, you, uh, man. Saw that. Unbelievable. Yeah, you're just showing me these pictures from your phone. Yeah. Glad everyone, I'm glad you're okay. Everybody else okay there? Uh, there were, there's three people missing. One was found, so now two people missing. Okay. And considering the scope and uh, intensity of this fire, yeah, that's an amazing evacuation yeah, that yeah, happened. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's that is pretty great. Um, I hope those two show up okay. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, and I do hope everyone had a good and safe uh, uh, holiday season. Things just blew up mm-hmm. uh, in terms of Omicron, uh, especially where we were, and, and uh, so everything just got shut down. And yeah, um, I did get to you know we've got to meet up a couple times via online uh, a couple mm-hmm. times just for our other show we'll talk about that later but uh yeah i mean it sounds like uh, you know what they got they, they got to stop for the variant names they got to stop coming up with stuff that sounds like it could have been in season one of legends and rippled <laughs> out the omnicron to do yeah, some time yeah, shit yeah. you know come on or, or perhaps that's something that i would want my hands on that's 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 very true that's very true that's in fact nice. i think there was a virus episode yeah. <laughs> But this episode, mm-hmm. and I totally forgot about the Netflix synopsis. Do you have? Well, any... it's a good thing I got the uh, Arrow Wiki in front. Nice, of me. oh, nice. Well, well, this is uh, season four, episode thirteen, Egg MacGuffin. While Ray is worried about Nora, he is suddenly faced with his own problem that forces him to do the unthinkable. Nate and Zari are stuck in an awkward limbo, so Sarah devises a plan to send them on an easy mission together. Meanwhile, Char- Charlie and Rory are approached with a lucrative offer that could upend their lives. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say right now, uh, my favorite of the of the plots in this one. Yeah, definitely the uh, Rebecca Silver story. Oh, the, well, we'll just, I'll just bring it up now. This episode, despite having one of my favorite titles. Yeah. I think it holds together till about halfway through and it just falls apart it so falls so apart so much like, it's so it. much it, well no it's like it's like you had said when they're going with like four different or three different storylines um about the change of tone and i'm like well at least that the first half of it, i'm like no matter everything that's going on even ray stuff there's a lighthearted tone to it uh-huh, so you're not uh-huh. being, getting shocked at that and then it's just there's too much either there must be deleted scenes or just dialogue yeah, they said yeah, fuck it who check. cares yeah it's when we'll get to it but there's yeah i'm coming in hot uh, on this like i literally just finished watching it so yeah so and uh, but you're right and the gem of the episode is the rebecca silver stuff mm -hmm. that's what shines for the most part for the most i think i mean there's other parts i like but as far as all the storylines go it's that's i think that's the best storyline it's the most fun big time all right so we start in the arctic in 1933 (laughs) and there's some like a british explorer who's you know in the tent warm while his men are doing the work and they find a frozen golden egg uh, in the ice and he says it's his greatest discovery in my in my notes the first thing i wrote down like this fucking guy right away Uh, (laughs) and and immediately looked up his imdb you're talking about gordon gordon gilchrist gordon gilchrist john murphy hey yeah wow this is his only credit oh really i've got him here Oh, right. I've got him here. He's in. He's an actor in season. He played a husband in uh, season oh. four of uh, Arrow, um, on two separate episodes. Okay. Anyway, uh, that's uh, that's uh, surprising to me. He has just eaten up the scenery. I thought if this guy had been based on a real life person, and we were counting Capones, I'd go oh, yeah? among the lowest uh, to to date. Because this guy's having such a good time. It shot well. Maybe it's, they just did. He doesn't give a shit about populating his IMDb or, maybe, or something. No, a lot of this, like you don't, it gets populated by other people. Yeah, um, it's weird that the Arrow ones aren't on there. But but he is listed as having it uh, here on uh, Arrow Wiki. Oh yeah, he's um, having a really fun. memorable face. Yeah, really memorable face too. And as soon as he does that, this the first of two. Uh, in the in this episode where they're like 
hey, let's do a cool uh, uh, cut between scenes because he holds up the egg and the, it starts spinning like Batman 66 and spins into Sarah and Ava uh, yeah. capturing a mummy. And I was like, oh, I like that. And then they, yeah. and a little later, they do a like Sarah's looking at her screen and swipes and, and it goes to Ava's screen. I was like, oh, there's a nice little technical touch and there's two of them in the yeah. entire episode yeah it's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. so funny yeah I, like i don't know why they're there i like yeah. it I, I do wish that yeah they would have just like commit to it like give me give me a half dozen of those and like, yeah if like, you're gonna if you're gonna do sh shots like that yeah. you can't just do two i know <laughs> this felt so, like it could have been just, a two-parter right big easily easily and they and you can come then they could have either then they could have committed to you know, they, they could have even split up the tones uh, in ways mm -hmm. that, that were just so, like, just piled on, man. There's like a Dagwood sandwich. I know. <laughs> I, it, it, it's got me, it really makes me wonder how much is course correction from the, we talked about the Hank baby face turn hmm. uh, into the end. And, and we've got a lot of shit to tell, but we didn't count on this and we're, because they stick, they stick the landing more or less for the season. Yeah. But these last episode or so to get there, it feels like they're going. We got to do a bunch of course correction to get to the our new finale. Yeah, you might and, have something uh, to that there. Yeah, yeah. it oh, this one completely. Uh, that's the way I feel about it. Yeah, yeah I get it. <laughs> so again, they're catching a mummy. They're talking about how easy everything is since uh, Neron was killed and Sarah. That's the first uh, mummy we've seen. Uh, first mummy. Yeah, first mummy. On this shit. It's good. Okay. He was he's in the IMDb, the mummy. Yeah, I look at him up. Yeah, yeah. I see his face. He big and, there. Uh, Alex Baxter. And he made me laugh because they do this big somewhere. Avis uh asked Sarah to join the book club and uh Nate and Z show up and they're acting all like goofy, awkward about I like you or making bad jokes. Yeah, that was too and, much. That was too much early on. There. But then yeah. the mummy agreed. The mummy agreed because yeah. the mummy goes like and shakes his head and Sarah's yeah. like, look, even the mummy knows this is terrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Sarah tells Z just you know, jump his bones. She has to read uh, 500 pages of some shitty book uh, by that night. Mm -hmm. So they cut to Mona reading the book to Nora in bed, and Ray comes in and bringing her flowers and starts fighting with his smoky neuron arm. Which, also at the end of the last episode, it gives the impression that Ray is possessed by neuron. He's taking a walk, he's whistling, and shit's happening. Yeah. But not yet, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Bit that of a, stuck bit, out little. to me. Bit of a bait and switch there, but whatever. I mean, that's how you wrap up a cliffhanger. Right. Maybe but that so, was him. Maybe that yeah. was him before. Whoa, that wasn't me. And he was able to shake it off for a second. Maybe, before. yeah. Whatever. Well, it's weird. It's, it's like all the little things that I nitpick. It's like shit yeah. like that. It's like yeah. shit that doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, yeah, I get it. <laughs> but so he starts fighting with his arm because they're doing a whole evil dead bit. Like down yeah. to where, where he says, not groovy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, there's the the uh, Sam Raimi, right? Yeah. yeah. To show or to show that they are at least aware that they're that what they're doing is a bit of a rip off. I, I saw a bit more of like, do you remember? It's it, he felt really kind of John Ritter esque on Three's Company, and not like in the best ways. I saw him closer <laughs> to that than I did to uh, um, Campbell. It's Bruce a Campbell. Oh yeah, it's yeah. It's, oh dude. It's one of those times I feel, especially I feel, when he was talking to himself, I it was kind of like Brendan Ralph for here. Yeah. This, I, that, how hard is that to make know, that not goofy? I know, I know. Do you remember when? Um, <laughs> I think it was he had to convince Furley that Tripper had that his <laughs> his brother was visiting, and so uh -huh. he was like on the other side of the couch, having to be two different people at once. He was having to be Jack and his brother, and he just keeps slipping over and then putting a cowboy hat on. It's pretty funny. It's ridiculous. I watched okay. 30 seconds of Three's Company earlier. I was flipping around and oh man, that was the first two shows we watched in 2022. Like we, <laughs> like we had the most boring, boring like let's see what's on. Oh, back to back Three's Company. Sounds great. <laughs> hey, everyone has their uh comfort food. I've recently sure. I jumped sure. I jumped into like oh happy days reruns are on, and then it's just a sad fact I'm like can't even sit through them anymore. Yeah, or how much I love happy days. Yeah, I can sit. Oh, yeah. You know, if I if I, I like I've mentioned, 
I, I grew up with all those sitcoms. I didn't like Three's Company. I thought yeah. John Ritter was funny. I just didn't yeah. like Three's Company. And yeah. I was so dumb. I thought the Ropers were better than Mr. Furley. And yeah. that's Don Knotts. I don't know what I was thinking with yeah. ABC. <laughs> I was an NBC guy. To a revisit. Yeah, you're NBC pure and pure. And, and uh, yeah, I, I, no, I was watching All in the Family and gaining a social conscience in <laughs> yeah, MASH. Of course, of course. <laughs> Granted, when I discovered uh, Three's Company reruns, yeah when i hit puberty because yeah. i hadn't oh, seen the oh, original yeah, 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 suzanne yeah. summers ones of course then i was like hello yeah yeah <laughs> oh and richard klein is fucking awesome there's lots of like really really funny stuff i remember liking the ropers when i was little like the spinoff yeah <laughs> i remember uh jeffrey tambor was on there yeah yep yeah. I just always loved uh, Norman Feld staring straight down, breaking the fourth wall, yeah. going, huh? Yeah. huh? Whenever that would happen, the crowd goes crazy. <laughs> so, so he's he's a grabs a uh, his possessed arm grabs a pillow and it's gonna McMurphy, uh, Nora, yeah. and uh, oh Elaine, what are you doing here? Like <laughs> My favorite Jerry lines. <laughs> so he's like washing his face and trying to figure out what's going on in uh, Nirei appears uh, in the mirror and uh, the shitter starts going nuts and Gary uh, comes in <laughs> and goes, hey, wait, this is my crying spot and uh, yells at Gary to leave. That's a pretty and funny line. I liked it because they th there's a callback to it later, which is oh, yeah. fucking hilarious. That's funny. So Neron uh, tells Ray, because I completely have to make up all new rules to get to Ray Palmer being possessed here. <laughs> The payoff, the payoff for them just coming up with a reason to have Ray yeah. get possessed is fantastic. But the yeah. way they get here is yeah. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Because they start making up new rules. You know, once you start making up new rules, you could tell, like, okay, hold on. Yeah. Because Neuron's like, well, if you give yourself to me freely, uh, either give yourself to me freely or I'll make you kill someone you love, which will also make you possessed i'm like okay i don't know yeah. it, it's real yeah, bumpy uh-huh sure. Uh -huh, sure. sure yeah yeah <laughs> but i'm kind of only in your arm it's kind of a ashitaka from princess mononoke situation <laughs> well slash, you're on slash revolver ocelot slash liquid ocelot in metal gear solid two and four <laughs> I love that's that's Neron's voice. Yeah, <laughs> that's his real voice. They have a foreman on the weekends. <laughs> so I'm pissed off. I'm pissed off today. I if you tell. can't tell, <laughs> but I got. So let's just get through this. Those are the rules. One way or another, you're possessed. Okay, yeah. let's get to it. So on the wave rider, Mick's doing his laundry, and Ray uh, ports in. And bumps into Mick, and it spills uh, his fan mail. And Charlie sees it, and uh, amongst the fan mail, there's an invitation for Rebecca Silver to reveal herself at Romanticon for uh, 20 grand. And at first, Mick's like, no way. And then Charlie is like, hey, 20 grand, it's a score. And he's like, right. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. This is awesome. Right away, I'm like, all right, I'm totally on board with this. I know it's the one that grabs you, and, and it's the one that I grabs you, check, and has a payoff. Yeah, I want to check the um, um, uh, deleted scenes to see because this is something that they could have committed, yeah, half an episode to, right? And then mm -hmm. just have the B plot with uh, something with the egg or whatever the hell they were trying to figure out there, uh, or 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 Ray, one or the other. You know what I mean? Um, and have that fill it up, but because then you could have. Because this is meant to be, you could have made this more of a love letter to that kind of community. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Where you actually, we saw a couple, uh, Gurria or whatever her name is. <laughs> Tony Gurria? Yeah, no, the girl, the the warrior princess. The warrior. Oh, Garima. Garima. <laughs> Garima. Well, that'd be quite a team up. Yeah, dude, that 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 that'd be, that'd be, you know Tony Gurria could come out of retirement right now and tag team with yeah. Garima and win those tag belts again. Easily, easily, I mean, they'd be over instantly. Oh, three tits, three tits, yeah. Vince McMahon three, would be through three the roof. tits and that hair. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's their tag team name. <laughs> 
yeah, I just, I, I wish they could have just dove into it. Right. And made it because they're not mocking anybody there. And, and like he, cause, cause the, and that's the theme with him is that you have to uh, respond to the fans and show that you do pay attention, that you do care and stuff. Right. And so mm -hmm. they could have gone even further with that. I think this could have had a, even been an even better part of a, of a good, a good episode that exists somewhere else. My, my only issue with this comes at the end, but anyways, keep going. Oh, I agree. Romanticon, like, Romanticon. Well, I, I agree because in, in later episodes, they'll commit to more like, this is what we're doing, Yeah, you know, as a theme. And then this, like there's, I there was a lot more meat on the yeah. bone as they yeah. say uh, yeah. here, but I so. Mean, are, they, are they still figuring it out in, in, in season four that they can't just overload like this maybe yeah it is what you're saying maybe it is what you're saying is that they are having to do a lot of that course correction you're talking about that's what i think because they haven't any other problem with just having episodes where characters aren't even in it before right. and everyone's in this one it just feels like they should smush a bunch of stuff together and cut together a bunch of stuff to get to the new finale and therefore there's parts that literally don't make any sense right that's that's me theories and i'm sticking to it so Sarah's having to try to read the book and uh, gets an alert. This is when they do the, the uh, wipe from her screen to Ava's that there's yeah. a magic alert in uh, New York City, 1933 at the Adventurer Society, which apparently mm -hmm. is based on a real thing. Yeah. Interesting. But uh, I can't remember what it's called. I, I wonder if at the time everyone walked around in ridiculously stereotypical costumes from what part of the world they're in right as explorers right. yeah yeah i mean it looks like yeah it looks like Adventureland in uh disneyland yeah there you go <laughs> so sarah says nate because uh, he knows that uh you know he'll love this and zari because she's gonna hook him up on an easy mission you know he, hey, he's got a reputation him and amaya used to bang on missions all the time so right she's gonna let him have some fun on a mission and uh, get a little so if even bets Ava 20 bucks, that's going to work. So then you got uh, Z and Nate trying to rally the troops, but Ray's busy with his arm. And, uh, and, and just doing, speaking of Three's Company or uh, Don Knotts, this is, like, this is the Don Knotts from like uh, the Ghost of Mr. Chicken here where he, he can't say Neron to Nate. He's like, totally, totally. He was, it was, he was totally Three's Company uh, acting. That could also be, uh, um, uh some threes company uh response to if he was in the other room i'm just, I'm just having some pro i just need to be alone with my arm you know? oh. <laughs> uh, I, uh, okay i whatever whatever you need <laughs> if mr furley sees if mr furley sees raised possessed arm he'll kick him out he hates gays and possessed <laughs> arms possessed arms <laughs> That was my problem with Three's Company, even as a kid, with, with this whole like, well, if I find out you're not gay, you can't live with these two women. And yeah. I didn't understand why, even as yeah. a kid, I'm like, huh? Yeah. Is, is that a thing? <laughs> yes, I, I, it was it, whatever. Good enough leap for me. I, I was always. Okay. Okay. I just great, realized great, that. Too many, too many great uh, laughs. Being okay. So many three, so much Three's Company in this episode. I can't help yeah. but think about it for yeah. the first time in forever. Thanks. <laughs> So Nate insists on a hug and he's the arms trying to squeeze him too tight, whatever. So let's get to Charlie getting dressed up as Rebecca. And she looks great. Looks fantastic. Even and when he did change her glasses to her, this is the hottest she's looked on this show, man. Oh, he, he realized that he is, you know what she needs? Sally Jesse Raphael glasses. Oh, those red numbers. So great. She looked great. Right out of a, right out of a comic book, man. And she just looks smoking hot. She looked great. Seriously, that, like yeah. the, like whatever, <laughs> whoever just decided uh, her outfit, the hats off from from me in particular. <laughs> no, I think I agree. I think she looks amazing in this uh, yeah. this one. And uh, Z's asking for help, and they're like, uh, "Oh yeah, yeah." Sarah's just trying to have you guys, as Mick says, "Boom, boom." Yes. <laughs> Which made me uh, at first I was like, "Huh," like, "Oh, must be a fan of." That um, spring, this one of the spring break anthems of 1988, Travis. Boom, boom, boom. boom, boom. boom. Let's go let's back, go to, back my to my room. 
Yeah, it sounds like uh, what have been when you were working the strip clubs, maybe. No, 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 no. But uh, yes, I was working the strip clubs when I was 17 years old. Nice, nice. Regular Dirk Diglow. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, I know that song well. Um, Boom, boom. Yeah. Let's go back to my room where we will do it all night and I will make you feel right. And I will make you feel right. I do believe we're naked by (laughs) Funky C, Funky Do. Nice. So Charlie even tells Z, about that, I don't, there's a hot number in the closet that Sarah gave you, you that you have to wear on this mission. So then we're, we're in full Indiana Jones uh, mode right here. Yeah. As we see the, the wave rider doing the map with the red line gimmick. Yeah, that was great. That was fun. It was also fun. They get to the club and Z in the Marion dress and a va va boom. Let me yeah, just say. Yeah. She looks smoking hot. She was already kind of cleaved uh out a little more than usual i did notice that as well yeah, yeah. the male gaze does what it does but i noticed that um, no well. that was that was a choice that somebody made yeah, yeah. and uh she doesn't know who marion ravenwood is and they look at the ids and he's henry jones <laughs> so he's like oh Ooh, sarah girl. set this up mm-hmm. it's kind of goofy <laughs> i don't know yeah, yeah. I, I i it's never really fully is it just meant to show that they're lazy or meant to be just a cute inside? No, it's joke? supposed to be, hey, this is his favorite movie. I'm going to set him up. I'm gonna no, no, okay, but why do they actually have the names of these two characters? Because that's, oh, Sarah being goofy. Okay, It actually was. She actually did. This was her meddling. Yes, this is the meddling. Up. The meddling is the costumes okay. and the names. Okay. I see, I see. Yeah, and all that shit. But they don't make that very clear. No. As they made, there's a lot they don't make very clear, but yeah. that's it. They do get in a line or two to go, look at what Sarah picked. And then that's that. And uh, yeah, but then they start. Like, see, thinking, I thought that they this? just kept thinking that. I thought that they just kept that. And when it was disproven that this, that it was actually real and it wasn't a game that she hadn't really done the, it, it just kind of worked out this way. No, she did everything. Okay, she insisted on dressing her up as Marion. Right. And letting right. him play Indiana Jones so she could win the bet that they fuck on the mission. Nice. Okay. Got it. Mm-hmm. But she, <laughs> but they don't, they, they eventually think all of that's part of a, the plot that is being faked with the Nazis and shit. So anyway, they go to the club members with Gordon Gilchrist. He's bragging about finding the egg. And he's, yeah, and you're right. He's having a great time. That I like mole, this guy. That mole should win an Emmy. <laughs> and he's berating his assistant, Vincent. And uh, yeah. And then Nate looks over. He goes, as Mike Tyson and Ray would say, there's our mystery man. I'm like, That's and it. if I was like, TV brick, if you're only here. I on that, of, like, yes. Come I, on. I, I, saw, come on. I, saw, I Like, I didn't quite hear it perfectly. And I'm like, but I, I, I just joke, knew it's but, not worth it's not worth going back to hear it again. Because I joke, knew it wouldn't have been good. The, the, it wasn't a good joke to begin with. With Ray, with this whole we'll call them mysteries, and they're like that's stupid, right, Ray. Right. Don't, why, why? This is the Shade. second time they've gone why back to that one. Back like, to it. Why? Uh, it it wasn't sucks. good in the first place. Yeah. James Egan and Ty, Tyron B. Carter. You know, so, someone, the, someone was writers. like, "God damn it! I love that joke, and you're gonna love it." I'm yeah. going to force it down your throat. Yeah. yeah. But Romanticon, you got the organizer. She's trying to figure out what genre Rebecca Silver is. And Mick's like, oh, Rebecca Silver defies categories. Mm-hmm. And uh, Charlie introduces herself as Rebecca. And that makes uh, the bodyguard. And she immediately just like wants the check. She's like, uh, and they're like, oh, wait a minute. I, I got to do what? QAs. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she flat out just calls him like oh, a bunch of fa- bunch of weirdos and costumes. And Mick has to pull her aside. He's like, "You're being rude," and she's shocked. She's like, "You <laughs> lecturing yeah. anybody about being rude?" And he's like, "This is not, this isn't how you do it." And uh, he takes charge, asks what time the Q and A is, because as we fi- find out, Mick's been in communication with his fans. Yeah, he answers his fan mail. Yeah, because he's rehearsing Charlie. And uh, she stinks. 
and uh, he starts explaining and he says something along the lines of that he's like writing is feeling life not just living it it's like it's a pretty good line i like that yeah i don't know what it means but it sounds inspirational no, no. yeah <laughs> and she's like uh, charlie is like what about all these losers and i thought this was just a laugh at their expense and he just like says it's not in such a way i'm like i don't think Dominic Purcell was ever actually complaining about the feminization of his character with this stuff. Yeah. Okay. Because it's the best stuff he's gotten to do. He knows what, I mean, he's got to know that. I mean, he doesn't, I think his problems were with management. I don't think it had anything to do with what kind of character he was playing. Like it's screen time. Great. I'm going to kill it with this. Right, because this is when they he really starts turning around as a character that's really enjoyable to watch on the show. Yeah, that was cool. And uh, Sarah gets an audio book, and she's on the treadmill, and she starts listening at a book uh, like at two times the speed, like those monsters who do that with podcasts. (laughs) I almost tried to go one and a quarter speed on this episode just because we were. Well, I can see that time. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) but. uh, yeah, Some I hear people describe they're like, I listen to podcasts at two times the speed. I'm like, you're an what kind crazy. of an animal are you? Yeah, it's crazy. That's somebody who just wants to absorb information. <laughs> what are you, Mr. Data? Imagine so Ray, listening to the 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 the, okay. uh, the Federal Express guy and at that him doing a podcast, then at two times the speed. Now that'd be nuts. You'd that'd break the time space continuum. Yeah. So Ray tries to get rid of Neron by shooting heroin. I don't know what, yes. but make, it makes it worse. Yeah. I'm just going to lethally inject myself. Figure I solve the problem. Add him to the rescue. <laughs> yes, Gideon, where Constantine is, and she says that he's with Gary. And the arm shuts down Gideon, and Ray calls Gary on the phone, who's crying in a bathroom stall. Did Constantine just use him for gay bathroom sex and leave him again? leaving him crying in his crying spot did they just have you know what you you know what you signed up for (laughs) did they just we all agreed to all the consenting parties are present and accounted for good day i mean did they just have like republican congressman bathroom sex you know sure it happens a lot airports all over this fine fine land so at the adventure society nate and zari are hiding in a hall and uh there's a guard at a door and nate distracts him by saying i have an urgent need to relieve my bowels and z yeah. knocks him out and i was like well it's period specific so but, uh, that was I'll, pretty good i'll give it z's like hey we're doing good only one historically insignificant nobody got blood force trauma this time which made me laugh because it's something I've, i think we've even talked about like yeah. well a lot of nazis are dying today what if one of them was like destined to do something but yeah, no or, or just yeah I, I like when they do acknowledge that the human side of of things <laughs> of these anonymous henchmen well what i admire is this next scene because i thought this was hilarious the egg is behind tripwires and uh nate says someone's gonna have to twist their body all around that and she's as uh, z's like oh you, like you want me to go you want me to Catherine Zeta Jones from Entrapment? This uh, and he's like, nope, me, hold my coat. Yeah, and he totally did. Is that those same and he did butt move? He did the butt move that yeah. he did. Yeah. With that I, I laughed a lot. That I was like, yeah. that's that's very fun. Uh, he tosses her the egg, but it's paper mache. Now they think Sarah set up the whole thing, and the uh, Gilcrest guy must be an actor. And I, my notes said, I was like, well, I don't know how much of one. He only had one IMDb, but apparently three. And they say, the only thing missing are Nazis. And right on time, two Nazis uh, at a central casting have a gun and say, where's the egg? Mm-hmm. So we cut to book club at Nora's bedside. And Sarah wants to talk about the book that she read. But Mona's romantic alert on her phone goes off about uh, Rebecca Silver. and She's got to take off. And uh, before she takes off, she calls uh, Rebecca Silver the the sex-positive novelist reinventing feminism. I was like, Travis, are we the sex-positive podcast uh, reinventing uh, uh, podcast-ism? I'm 
positive with our with our feminist views i'm i'm positive i like feminists and sex so oh, there you go yes 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 very good but Ava and Sarah know it's mixed and they're just giggling like, yeah, take a lot of pictures. Mm. Uh, Sarah still wants to talk about the book and Ava admits that she's like, I don't read these fucking books. This is just time for me to have some wine and decompress and just let her babble on. And Katie Lutz does a, a little bit of, she has a lance glance here as she's pouting. She's like doing this little like pout that she's like pissed that she, you know, she read this fucking book and just a cute little 10 second thing. And I, I noticed it this time and I thought it was very cute that as Ava, it's like, okay, fine, hun, talk about the book. And she's like, no, okay, fine. And then starts talking about the stupid book. Yeah. Now, the fact that that uh, helps her solve the mystery later, I was, fuck, hey, uh, fuck you. Like, it, like, it is, <laughs> and especially, and with those, um, uh, the, the home improvement wipes you were talking about earlier, home improvement, that would go. come with her. Um, when she was <laughs> reading, when she was reading, um, only it's Gamria. I thought her reading the book was related to what was happening in one of the things. Like they made it seem, like I said, like there's too many things going on here, right? Um, like, it, or at least it gave you that impression with that uh, wipe that her reading the book is related to that. But there is, it's just a coincidence right that the same person and there are whole there's some other parallels with the with the doormat and uh yeah that's it yeah. because the doormat did it in the book that means the doormat did it here right but it also we do get that doormat kind of um you know in real in legends real life kind of stepping up and 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 yes doing something here too so that that i will applaud them for there being that sort of uh synchronicity here yeah in, in in one of the parts i really do like but we'll get to hey hey let's talk about gary because gary's now an intern of the dark arts <laughs> constantine is letting him study his books if he waters his plants while he goes to find a cure for nora and this is the turn the beginning of the turn of the gary character to to what he becomes in the upcoming seasons because uh, oh, not giving anything away, the Time Bureau doesn't stick around uh, as a concept. I've told you that before. So, so yeah. Gary becomes Constantine's uh, apprentice. So he gets some, you know, he, he can do some magic and shit and makes himself useful. <laughs> so he's reading a book and he says, Ray is possessed by a demon. He can't tell. He's doing the whole, like, ooh, ooh, I can't tell you. And he has to stab himself in the, in the leg. Yeah, to realize he's possessed. And uh, we cut to uh, Z and Nate tied up. They think it's all fake. And did you catch this dialogue? There's a big German and a little German. And the little guy goes, my friend here is a surgeon. He will kill you until you tell us where the egg is. I was like, he'll what? Kill he'll, you? Is that what it was? He did. He will kill you until you tell us where the fucking egg is. Weird. So maybe it was peel you, peel you, peel I, you. It could have been peel you, peel you. Maybe peel I'm not going like to go back banana. and check. That would make more sense. It would make more sense. The yeah. surgeon, I guess. Yeah. But they call Sarah like, all right, you know, jokes over. And she's like, no, I, I set up the date, but that's fucking real. And the guy throws the knife and they duck and there's a cute scene where they're going to shoot and Z wins uh, around the chair. He turns the steel and the bullets bounce off him. Takes out the Nazis. Mm. And uh, for a while, for a while, for a while. And they're just, they're just sleeping. And they're then just sleeping. Just don't worry about like, I wonder what they did with them. Because obviously, I don't think anything because they just show up again later. Hello. Yeah, Hello. There. Hi. I'll be Zan. Oh, cool. well, here is where it all really starts crumbling as we go to break yeah. because Sarah and Ava then pour in and first they're like, uh, hey, are you guys going to hook up? And at the same time, uh, Nate, Nate says definitely on the table and she says, no, no, no. I thought it was pretty funny. And Sarah says, hey, we got to get the egg. And I'm like, how does she know there's a fucking egg? At no point in here would she know there's a golden egg? She's not aware of the mission at all. 
Ava mentions that that Gilchrist guy seems suspicious. How the fuck do you know who he is? You haven't been on the mission either. Out of nowhere, just yeah. what the fuck is going on? Then all this is within 30 seconds. Sarah says, where's Ray? Wasn't he supposed to be the quarterback for this mission? Really? Since when? They never yeah. said that in this episode. Man, man. Three of them right in a row. Yeah. And they call Ray, who's chasing Gary with a torch, and says, don't come back. Nika says, well, I'm going to go check it out. Uh, tells Z, sorry, the date was ruined, but she says it wasn't. And they have a little kiss. And uh, Z tells Sarah and Ava that, hey, that Vincent guy does that Gigi guy's work. Sarah immediately snaps to the, that it's Vincent because it's just like her stupid book. Then Vincent runs. We cut. We just cut to Vincent running through the club with the fucking egg, like in the middle of a scene. It's like in the he's apparently having an argument with Gilchrist and it cuts to the middle of the scene. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, it's Sarah immediately shows up. You hear her say as if she's directing the extras. All right, everybody gather around. <laughs> <laughs> Look, yeah, I know none of this makes any sense. Yeah. I'm going to be directing the show one day. Everyone just gather around. Let's get through this. And Confusing for me too. Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Let's just get through this. And, uh, you know, you get something to eat. And so the egg gets dropped. It rolls over to some Nazis. They'd have a big fight with, the, they say, the I hate these guys line. And Ava has whip skills with an electrical cord that Sarah wants, says, wants to see in the bedroom on date night. Ouch. On date night. Cute. Cute. <laughs> and uh, it's not like a date night. It hurts, Travis. It hurts with the whipping and everything. Z catches the fucking egg and we're taking a break. State purpose of visit. Well, our tractor's gonna kick the bucket this year. Searching internet for new bucket. I don't need a bucket. Provide bucket color preference. Red, yellow, lavender, taupe, magenta. Oh, wait, they are out of magenta. Robots don't know you, we do. I can do a quote on a new one. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting the insurance coverage you need starts with a conversation. It's your future, let's protect it. White, hmm? Welcome back to Gideon, guys. And before we get into this absolute train wreck of uh, the rest of this episode, Travis, what else we got going on? Well, first of all, uh, Palm Podcast Network. Uh, we are uh, host to a, lo a lot of fun shows here, including uh, the show you're listening to right now, Gideon, guys. Look uh, look for, uh, uh, go on our SoundCloud, see if you can find, uh, the, if you want to find out if there's some old episodes of Gideon, guys, you haven't heard of, or if you want to see some of the other ones there, there. We've got playlists set up there, so you can always look through that. But otherwise, we're all uh, on your wherever your fine podcasts are, are found. Um, so look for that. Otherwise, also, uh, yeah, just last Saturday, uh, we did our first matinee and our first feature film of uh, the show that Johnny and I and our friend Kelly like to do called Mystery Titan Theater, where we usually watch old wrestling. And this is the first time we watched a, a movie about wrestling from 1974 called The Wrestler. Starring Ed Asner, and we were joined by uh, Robert Hawkins, who uh, had already done a lot of research on it, so it was another great experience. I laughed a lot. We had a lot of uh, online, because uh, we always go live on Twitch, we had a lot of uh, people joining chat, and it was another good time. And that's uh, So you can join us there every other Saturday, live on Twitch, and the show will go up on YouTube eventually. Um, uh, on Twitch, uh, the address is twitch.tv slash Jarvis Washing Machine. And that is every other Saturday. So the next one will be the 15th and then I guess the 29th of January. Uh, where, yeah, Mystery Titan Theater. You can join us, uh, join the chat, follow us, uh, subscribe there. But you can also see the old shows at youtube.com slash C slash Jarvis Washing Machine. And again, uh, we want to get up to 500 subscribers there. And we've been just stalled out at 480. It's driving me crazy. Um, and I do want to, uh, you know, expand, uh, once we get to 500 that we're able to uh, do a few more, it gives us a few more features, uh, on YouTube. So if you guys can help us out there, that'd be great. Now's the time on the show where we like to check in with everyone's favorable, more to despot Vandal Savage and see what he's drinking tonight. It's time for Savage Brew. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So. 
I just came from another part of uh, home and native land. Like, I mean, this is not what I'm drinking now. I'm, I'm having the same old bat juice, uh, Citra Pale Ale from Twin Sales. We've mentioned it before on this very particular podcast, but I wanted to give a shout out to some of the great brew I got to try while I was in uh, the fine city of Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Went to a great place called 88 Brewing Company. I will, I cannot say enough great things about this place. Uh, it was done up for Christmas time entirely like the beloved motion picture Home Alone, full of all sorts of little inside jokes mixed with the already adorable and fun nostalgic aesthetic that, that reminded young Jarvis of his, his teenage days growing up in Calgary. 88 Brewing Company, and they're easily... I, I tasted a lot of great, great beer uh, in my time in Calgary, but easily the best beer I had was 88 Brewing Wave Pool IPA. Oh my gosh! I, this should be available all over, all over the North America. Step into that. Step into that Wave Pool, Johan. You fucking pussy. Okay. What? Well, you know, I mean, when I say all this, it's not for you, obviously. Because, as you know, this is not your thing. Because you're... Uh, I don't, I'm not even going to say the line. Goodbye! I am DB Curious. Okay, we got a little trivia, Travis, or trivia. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I give it to you. Uh, the episode's title is a combination of the names to the McDonald's breakfast sandwich, the Egg McMuffin, and the McGuffin, yeah. a plot device yeah. made famous by Alfred Hitchcock. Of course. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we get one of those every time. We get one of those every time. Yeah, no, you don't get one of these every time for something like that. 26 of 26 found that interesting. Huh. Shows what I know. Yep. <laughs> it's been a while, but we've got a goof. <laughs> What's up? What's hey, up, Goofy. Bro? What's up, bro? Oh, well, I got a goof for you here. Hit me with it, brother. <sighs> During the flashbacks of all the times Gary had been treated badly by everybody, the scene where Mick pulls Gary from the trash bin and Here I Go Again was included, despite... This apparently being a simulation created by Gideon to prevent Zari from leaving the legends, and therefore Gary should have no memory of this. It's fucked up, man. I know. How'd they let that get by? Anything else for me? No, no, no. Three out of three found that interesting, though. Adios. Later, thanks. Viewer reviews. Now. We'll see if we get through all of this one. I there's a couple people hated it for dumb reasons. Some people liked it for dumb reasons. This uh, there's just something about this. It's a little long, but uh, stick with me. Eight okay. out of ten. Literally, why I love this show from Alien Code Mail. First review. I'm 40. Sci-fi fantasy is my genre, as are comic books. Grew up in the Lucas Spielberg-dominated years. I was also terrorized by the Dark Crystal, never-ending story, Labyrinth, Alien, in all of Back to the Future, Top Gun. And then in 1989, that was the year DC released their greatest movie. Look it up, find out, and watch it, you Tide Potters! Tide Potters? How's that spelled? T-I-D-E-P-O-D-D-E-R-S. I have no idea. All, 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 all caps. Uh -huh. You tied, you know, the, the Tide Pod eating phenomena <laughs> a few years ago. Of course. Okay. Of course. I thought that was like a reference to whatever movie. No, no, no. So, what is he recommending? Or is he recommending all those movies? Well, or? no, no. He's saying DC in 1980. <laughs> we're going to spend some time with uh, Alien Code Mail, our friend. Uh, he said in 1989, DC released their greatest movie ever. Look it up, find it out, and watch it. 
89's Batman, obviously. You'd know that oh, okay. if you weren't a Tide Potter, right. Travis. Right, right, of course. Okay. And then uh parentheses, I parentheses, I do think my Wonder Woman was second best. By the way, my all-time favorite episode of Legends of Tomorrow is here I go again. Anyway, just setting up a rant to go on about how my obsession with DC media was set in motion 30 years ago. This show is about the heroes you don't hear about, the patsies, like Suicide Squad, but PG family friendly, funny, and yes, corny as fuck. Now about the show, and he screams, spoiler, 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 spoilers, eight times. Yeah. This show was hot right away. We get to see Zari and Nate navigate around a definite attraction that's been building. We get to see Mick reveal himself to Mona in a fluttering of damsels that he is the actually great, actually great writer of romance novels. <laughs> Ray gets his hand possessed and says, this is not groovy. Look it up, Plastics. Watch that one, too. Plastics. <laughs> this guy's great. Constantine back saves Nora. Then she's inducted into the deepest depths of our hero's handlers, the Time Bureau. A lot of stuff I missed or don't elaborate on, on like uh, how I've been gunning for Zari and Nate ever since I saw Here I Go Again or how I knew Rory would reveal and blah, 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 blah. I could talk about this one episode for novels. Really re-inspired my love for this show. I love them all, but this is my favorite CW show. Spoilers! <laughs> <laughs> five out of six found that helpful oh come on man i don't guys get 26 out of 27 for his fucking mcguffin no this guy's spilling his guts and and uh boy i, I gotta tell you he, he wandered into leno, leno territory there in parts what's uh what what's his name <laughs> alien code mail alien code mail wow uh do, is there a way you can see if he posts ever again, I will check the uh, next All time right. I'm on IMDb. Yeah, I wouldn't mind uh, seeing if we get to hear a bit more about it, or like if it sounds like like this is a place he frequents. Like, <laughs> hey, old ACM back in the zone. I hope so. Yeah, yeah, alien code me uh, that take me to your message boards. It's alien code mail one, but I think maybe I don't know if that's a chosen one or. Someone already has alien code mail. Damn it. I guess I gotta do alien code mail one. <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just found our breakout star. All right. <laughs> IMDB me, bro. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Gary. <laughs> Gary tells Ray. Hey, man, if you kill a loved one, you're going to get possessed. And I thought about this earlier while he was attacking uh, Gary. I was like, does Ray love Gary? Why is he trying to kill Gary? I, I, I'm sure he's like fond of Gary. And I, I see this three times. I didn't realize that's exactly what the line is. He goes, well, I'm fond of you, Gary. Yes. But yes. don't love you. Yes. And Gary gets real sad. And so, so then I'm thinking, then why is Neron trying to kill Gary? If he wants to try to make a deal with Gary, why is he also... <laughs> If he does, if killing Gary is not going to uh, accomplish yeah. his, why is he trying to? Uh. But Gary, speaking of butts, Gary's like, man, I am the butt of the joke. I'm always the butt of the joke in it. Uh, and Neron, uh, Neron arm like waves over a television with uh, Neray on it, which I thought was kind of cool. <laughs> Those, it was a nice shot. And he's like, hey, they think you're a joke, buddy, but I don't. I respect you. I'll make you. I'm going to make you whole again. Mm -hmm. But before we get to that, at Romanticon, it's the Q&A, and uh, Charlie's bullshitting my through it. And if you, pay, if you pay a little attention to the questions from the fans, it's fucking great. Um, this one woman says, uh, I have a question. Of, how did Officer Daphne free Tank Tremors? <laughs> Tank Tremors. That should be a wrestling name, man. <laughs> Tank Tremors. Ooh, I gotta go sit down. I'm having some tank tremors. <laughs> Mona sees Charlie and starts getting pissed off and asking these hard questions yeah, see, and freaking when, out. Yeah, but, but why did? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, wait a minute. Wouldn't Fuck you have? This. Wouldn't you have? Would? Wouldn't the character of Mona have the sense to go? Wait a minute. That's Charlie and Mick. 
something must be going on why is she screaming at them and to be just so antagonistic and trying to like like they're trying to go overboard with like the fangirl thing again i guess it was just so dumb but there's so yeah there was a way to do it with there's a way to do it with her recognizing them she goes in there and makes eye contact with them and just kind of glares at them like all right i'm gonna fuck with you now and establish that right like, okay you could get there she just acts like she's like these are frauds like, burn like them a, burn yeah. them where's the real rebecca i'm like no and then it's your teammates and then it's able to just kind of snap her fingers and get everyone to chant along with her and churn on them it was all just give me a break man it, it, it's the one thing I, like again like yeah. i don't like she almost like, turns into wolfie and i'm like uh, it, for me it's the logic and i still that's my favorite part of the episode is the especially of course mixed yeah. speech here i don't but, think i think if you remove yeah. her remove mona from it entirely and let this just happen kind of organically with yeah. them not being able to carry their keep doing their juggling act you know what i mean yeah or if you have to use mona or if you have to use we're saying this years after the point but if if you have to use mona acknowledge why are you acknowledge that she knows who these people are these are supposed to be her teammates at this point she's acting like they're strangers and she's caught them in a lie it doesn't make any sense besides all the other faults of it you know, not to go too hard on it, but it does. It sticks out like a sore thumb in the best storyline of this this insane yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah. But, but you do get uh, Charlie yelling at the crowd, "Go to hell, you stinking mouth breathers!" Uh, <laughs> which was great. Very good. And Mick calms down because the question had something to do with someone called Nasagawa, uh, and he's like. Nasgawa uh, chase cash for one reason. It's the same reason humans have gotten together since the dawn of time. It's why people like you come to conventions and dress up as your favorite characters. Why a man sits behind a desk typing, pouring out his heart. Why an author, a writer, replies to fans. It's a connection, a human connection. I am Rebecca Silver. And I was like, that's, yeah. that's the be- it's it's. It's Dom's best line read of the show so far. It yeah. all, it's the best thing he's done. It's the uh, best thing he's done. I think I so, think. too. And that's what I think that, that this deserved uh, more than being uh, like this buried with all these other plots. And, yeah. Uh, I think you could have really dug into that. Um, make this more of like a love letter just to this type of uh, fan culture that is prominent. It is a big part of this mm-hmm. show, right? Where you could have had um, huge part of somebody and you, where you could have had uh you know these instances where he's not accepting this or somebody's not accepting this or somebody's saying like oh god they, these are a bunch of mouth breathers <laughs> whatever kind of thing mm-hmm. until finally like uh it built up to this where you know one of the, somebody's saying this yeah i just think it it deserved it deserved more mm-hmm. i agree i agree it's it's i mean I, i'm glad of what we get of it even with yeah. the the Mona stuff not making sense, but I agree it, this could have been half of an episode yeah. with a, with let's say the Indiana Jones bullshit. You know, mm-hmm. you know, do those two together. That'd be great. It yeah, it'd have the fandom thing because it'd be Nate's fandom of this. You could have done that. You know, it, that's why they get us in the writers' room. That's right. You know, su- successful show. That's now they just released the ratings for stuff on the CW. And uh, Legends is like in the top four. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. a none of the superhero shows are top one. Top one is some show about uh, teenage football players. That uh, right. Legends about number four though, which uh, not bad. Oh, good for them. So Constantine, Constantine bursts on the scene like, all right, all right, enough of this bullshit. I'm- Matt Ryan's here to fucking get this back on track. So, but it's also like. Yeah, he's off doing this, and now he's back just when we need him. It's all everything's so fucking convoluted today. <laughs> he's like, "All right, enough of this bullshit." You know how hard it is to find a phoenix feather, anyway. Yeah. All right, let me get back. I'm, to I'm sure that's scene. meant to be some sort of Harry Potter bullshit, but but that was really good. Uh, let me get back to carrying the show on my back when it yeah. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, it's gonna be hot takes. Hot takes. Uh, 
he casts a spell. She wakes up and immediately tells him that Neron has Ray. So we cut to Nate and Ray. God damn, this fucking pissed me off. Not not enough to be mad, but like, the, the, like are, are you fucking serious? Ray's attacking Nate. He's all like, hey, bro. I thought we were yes. bros, bro. Yes. <laughs> and like, turn to fucking steel. Something's wrong, clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's doing the near, near thing again. Near what, yes. man? And the knife flies into Ray's hand and Nate immediately goes, oh, got it possessed by neuron and then still doesn't turn to steel and go hey let's talk all right he's gonna talk him down without turning into steel so as ray's pummeling him to death he turns into steel ray punches him not once not twice but i think thrice and his hands don't break and he turns back human and is gonna die and i was like and i literally was like fuck you but what the fuck he turned to steel he punched him. He should be like, your hand is broken now, right? It oh, it it's it annoyed the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. But Ray makes no, the deal. It. He makes the deal. Uh, it's very important to remember the terms of the deal. You have my body, unless you harm Nate. So now we've got near Ray, and uh, Constantine runs in and freezes him with a spell that he uh, says like. Uh, this one's uh, from uh, Marie Laveau, the, the voodoo woman from earlier in the season, which I, I like that little callback. And Gary stumbles in and uh, Constantine's like, Gary, you dumb motherfucker, go get my trunk. <laughs> yeah, say something like that, basically. Yeah. And daft kunt. Because we can exercise Neron. And Neron's like, hey, you, you listen to him and he. He made you into unicorn bait, remember? And they yeah, flashed. And this to that. is all just, and this is all just happening, just like what? Okay, and now, no, so now, so now, Gary's really gonna turn. Okay, he, well, there, it's a good explanation because he needs to get control of the Time Bureau, and he's yeah. gonna do it by taking over Gary. Yeah, it, he's it's no, I, I just mean control. like to 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 have this this sudden disloyalty from Gary, who has just been just married to his work and married to the job and like so super loyal um throughout just it really felt wouldn't you want your nipple back wouldn't you want your nipple back fuck off with that too man like and then you're gonna throw that on in at the end here i like the nipple i love the. i I like the nipple that's like imagine showing this as a single episode to anyone and no even understand what the fuck is going on oh Um, no yeah why is that guy's nipples go i mean they 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 quickly go. Remember when he had a unicorn bite off your nipple? They flash to the scene, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, but the the, the, the nipple now, Travis, is is possessed because it, it mm-hmm. went to hell. Right. It's a hell nipple." Right. And I'm sorry, I love hell nipple. I especially love where hell nipple goes. Yeah. So uh, and when okay. it's squeeze and when it's crawling, it just across the at, floor, at that moment in the I loved it at that moment in this episode, it. like you needed. It needed to happen some at some other place, some other time, man. Uh, oh, I agree. Give, I needed just... to give me more of uh of uh, like this being uh, uh like that was a way too easy of a decision for Gary for this guy who was just the Mister fucking Boy Scout, even more of a Boy Scout than Ray was, man. Well, it's I too would... much of a it's too much of a leap in uh, from mm. from what it was like foundational I, to his I character. Would, I would throw in even though it's not i would throw in that there's he's being enchanted in some way sure as well this we're dealing with magic i think he's being enchanted again doesn't make it clear because i agree feels like it comes out of nowhere but knowing where it goes i feel like he's being enchanted so i get it there but there is a theme and there's a little payoff for it later of like oh gary how could you have turned bad and he's like not really that we'll get to i said they stick the landing mostly but yeah here's the thing i agree i just thought it needed to be somewhere else but the nipple crawling across the floor made me fucking laugh i'm like all right yeah. but it, kept kept a, like, it was really inconsistent in the size like what the thing it looked like it was, it was huge then it was like was, a, then it was like like yeah like the, okay if you, you gotta survive in hell yeah. you gotta get tough that that devil's been hitting hell gyms 
Well, yeah, but no, but I mean, like it was cut between different different shots. So he was inconsistent. In, like, oh no, I mean, yeah, it was changing. CGI nipple. Yeah, it was CGI nipple was just, uh, and then it was like the sides that, like, uh, if you ripped the side off of a, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, Archie's double digest is about that thing. <laughs> Archie's double digest. <laughs> think wow. The right size. Is it square too? No, it was close. The little Jinx is hanging onto the back yeah. of the nipple. <laughs> so he puts the nipple back on. And uh, he's now, uh, you know, uh, Neuron's, uh, Neuron has control of Gary, and they poured out of there. Uh, uh, take, uh, knock out Constantine. I think they take him with him. Uh, at, at this point, I don't remember. I think so. I know he ends up with him. <laughs> so on the Wave Rider, Sarah, Ava, and Z arrive as we put a button on this episode. And Nate stumbles in. <laughs> he stumbles in with his face all cut up. But while... He was getting pummeled by Ray and he's about to be killed. Not a fucking s- scratch on him. Those those cuts happened after he was beaten up, apparently. Oh, no. Didn't we see from the point of view of him just getting kunk, kunk, getting punched again and again? Yeah, and then they cut to when he, like, Neuron sticks a knife next to him going, a deal's a deal. It doesn't kill him. He has no right. cuts on his face. And he stumbles in here with his face full of cuts just go. so they can do the Raiders where does it hurt kissing? I know, I know, bit. I know, I know. And uh, and uh, they do that bit, and uh, Charlie, Mick, and uh, Mona come back. Sarah tells them the bad news about Neron having Ray, and uh, the uh, oh, I do like this. Uh, Ava uh, comes to Nora and asks her to join the Time Bureau. It gives her the badge, dun dun dun, and I like, <laughs> and I, I really like that because there's a callback. To a uh, previous episode, you know, maybe someday you could you know, use your powers for good, and this is the payback to that. Again, it's like, wow, that was a great scene out of nowhere that I loved. It was this one little piece right. of this mess, but I'm like, I like that little messy piece that, hmm. in this mishmash of plot. Right. Oh, shit. And all to get to, which is, I guess, here's the thing: Egg McGuffin is a great name as we wrap up this episode. But the egg is not really the MacGuffin. The egg is the whole point of this fucked up, ep- crazy episode. Because the egg is the most important thing going on until the finale. Yeah. Because it's a dragon egg, a dragon. Travis. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Again, just to make this even more. You know what else we got throwing? Wait, wait, don't go. Nobody go nowhere. Here comes a dragon. Now remember, <laughs> remember so Nate's so drawings. Hard. Remember Nate's childhood drawings that yes. that Tommy Dreamer can uh, turn into things. Yes. Yeah, there was a dragon there, wasn't yeah. there? So that's so this is it. Yep, and uh, there's other reper- there's other major repercussions about the dragon. It's just is just in this particular episode for this. It, it, like what else? Out of uh, nowhere, out of nowhere. Know, now it's a dra- you know. well because the last line is Zari going, yeah, okay, of course, and then dun dun and like. Yep, we got three episodes left yeah. of the season, yeah. uh, and we've got some good ideas how to get to our brand new finale that we just decided to rewrite on the fly. Uh, <laughs> let's see if we can stick this landing, team. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. I think you picture that right that that writers room writers all putting room. their hands in like it's Friday Night Lights. Yeah, like, totally. all right, come on, let's go, team. We gotta we, we gotta bring this fucking shit together. Yeah, Statue of Liberty play. Mm-hmm. And I I think as we get there, I think you'll agree that they do uh okay cool they do for the most part but uh we've got only three more episodes to that and then we're going to be looking at crisis on infinite earth but uh again check out everything on the new Pwom podcast network new did i say new that's (laughs) always new the all new the all new uh, Pwom podcast network we just changed the uh, taste a little bit it's like (laughs) just a little bit we're shedding shows apparently i have a demand we go back to classic Pwom classic palm yep cherry palm when cherry yeah if that's just an, an excuse yeah. to get to cherry palm i'm all for and it vanilla vanilla palm nice mm, not for me but i get really? it i like vanilla no. cherry okay not me you vanilla soda uh just not or vanilla, vanilla or cream cherry soda. vanilla nope. cherry dr pepper from the fountain when you get to push all those yeah. buttons that's your dream that's mm. my subway walk out the door with mm. i'm a lemonade man myself Oh, all right. You and me, you and my dad. My dad loves lemonade. Mm-hmm. Well, we hope you loved this episode of Gideon, guys. Thanks for listening, Giddy Gang, and we will talk to you next time. Happy 2022. Mm-hmm.